I know. I promise I'll use the recorder this time, Captain. See? I have it in my hand. No, Shaw. I can't see it. I I know you can't, but uh, never mind. I'm only going to be on planet for a couple of hours anyway. My oxygen supply is fully set, and I even brought emergency provisions. All I'm going to do is record, draw maps, then leave. No problem to it. Stay safe, Shaw. See you on board in a few hours. Log 48 of the Celeste Voyage. From my past, Sector CQ-93W. Just past one of the last known colonies of Dubrock. Field notes and recordings of Andrea Shaw, cartographer and chronicler aboard the Celeste. I'm going solo this time, mostly due to a shield malfunction and a polyplus wrench that I had nothing to do with, which has unfortunately incapacitated both our biologist and our technician. Captain Locklear, who was already in an exceptionally bad mood this morning, still wanted to select the final field notes for this location. So, here I am. One woman going on a quest to uncover the secrets of space and time. <laughs> Man, I love the whole mysterious vibe of space exploration. Now, according to the beacon... The planet appears to have a thriving ecosystem of predominantly plant life with an abundance of, well, I wouldn't call them trees, more like ferns, but big ones. And they aren't green, the leaves are more snow white, which seems to suggest an absence of chlorophyll, with black stems that reach incredibly high. My estimation is around 18 metres. I think I remember reading about something like this once, but I can't remember for the life of me. I'm sure Remy will know more about it. He is the biggest nerd I've ever met. Apparently, this may be one of the most promising candidates for a human colony, but that's up to the guys back home to run the diagnostics on that. There are two sums here, which is fun if you like the constant glass, I found using the fence as cover is a good way to avoid the full brunt of sunlight. Definitely different to the automated lighting aboard the Celeste. Here, if you look at the sky, the two suns cast a light through the leaves that makes the leaves appear to glow faintly. I haven't come across any animal-like life down here yet. Despite Remy's scanner picking up readings on some kind of carbon dioxide producers, Maybe they're nocturnal, or prefer to stay underground. Either way, it'd be nice to see something other than, you know, fans. <sighs> I've walked roughly 1.75 kilometres away from my pod, and let me say, these suits, while they're also a camouflage, their thing is super cool, suck for hiking. Especially in humid climates. Did I mention how humid it is? Because it's very humid. Like someone spent way too long in the shower with the hot water running. <sighs> I'm going to stop here for a while. Need a break and the view is decent enough to cross-reference some of the previous maps I made. Plus, getting in some sketches of these ferns seems like a good way to apologise and avoid a grumpy Remy. 
without consulting the ship's biologist, injuring yourself, and not immediately calling for aid. And on top of that, you broke the recorder. Do you have a death wish, Shaw? I'm sorry, Captain. I just- What? Thought you could play scientist? You're a cartographer, you make maps. With all due respect, 
I had no idea that the fern would turn into a monster out for human blood. And regarding your little fern friend, you are incredibly lucky that Troy was coherent enough to shoot it down after the stunt you pulled this morning trying to fix the buzzing noise coming from the ship's shields. I'm sorry, Captain Locklear. <sighs> you need to be careful, Shaw. You're not always going to be lucky, and the sooner you realize how unforgiving the universe is, the safer you'll be. Now, go clean up. Unless you like that, just attacked by a fern look. Really? I kind of think the look is starting to grow on me. Ugh, Shaw. Right, yep. Going to clean up now. Squeaky clean. The cleanest clean to ever clean. Not in the mood, Shaw. Jeez, Mr. Grumpy Pants. What was that? Nothing! Oh. Why is that flashing? Wait, my recorder! Yes, you still work! I knew you'd survive the fall. Final updates. Against all odds, I survived. Despite attempts made by a ferocious monster made of fangs. It was epic. It was breathtaking. It was daring. But most of all, I lived. Oof. Maybe I lost more blood than I expected. I should probably go see Remy for a checkup or something once he's feeling better. In the meantime, I'll go thank Jonathan for that last minute save and take a shower. Better stay clear of Captain Locklear for the time being as well. I would prefer to avoid any more lectures. Anyway, that ends this log. Andrea Shaw, signing off. Hey everybody, my name is Tiara Sonnen, and I am the director and voice of Captain Locklear on Shellshocked. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, Ferns Galore, the first episode to be released, and oh gosh, is it exciting. The voices on today's episode were Beth Neal as Andrea Shaw and myself as Captain Locklear, with Angelina Spitz on sound editing. We are a brand new podcast and are really just learning the ropes, but if you like what you're hearing, please tweet us at podshellshocked, or maybe just find and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Tumblr, and tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to go, and it would really help us out. If you're feeling extra supportive... Donations to our Patreon page would be amazing. Just type in www.patreon.com slash shellshockedpodcast101. Patrons will receive episodes earlier and have access to brand new content. Things like character bio sheets, hints about future episodes, and much, much more. So please, don't hesitate to join us. Fun fact, geese have teeth on their tongues like some kind of eldritch whore, and that is terrifying. Thanks again, listeners.